Welcome to the 24 Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for 24 on Fox. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And tonight we're covering Season 9, Episode 10, Day 9, Episode 10, whatever, uh, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. A lot of stuff happened this time. Uh, where do we want to start? <laughs> uh, general thoughts and opinions, uh, because I thought this episode was bawling straight out of control. Surprisingly good. This is yeah. about as good as a 24 episode can get. It's got, it's still uh-huh. got some crazy stuff. We can laugh and chuckle at it, but it delivers the action scenes. Certainly. It's got Benjamin Bratt with his chest exposed. Yeah. It's got uh, some freaky remote control nipple shockers for the fetish crowd. It's got Chloe's snail face going on. It's, she's all she, over the place. You can't really tell if she's mad or pleased or sad or happy because she's just got the. Sure. You know, RBF, resting bitch face, going 24-7. Oh, yeah. It, we got reveal of the big good, a big bad, an even bigger bad. It's it's crazy. All right. Uh, let's start with kind of where we left off last episode. I do feel Navarro. sorry for Olga, though, because... Olga? The, Who is Olga? She's the one been repping the Chloe's the big bad theory for the last two, three oh, weeks. I thought you meant she was someone in the show. <laughs> <laughs> God, I've been missed an entire character. <laughs> You know, no brows, Olga. Uh, no, she's been repping that, okay. and the, I feel like Chloe's the big bad died a hard death. Man. Very hard in two episodes to come back from that one. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, the, I also had a theory going on, which kind of was fulfilled and kind of died. Like, I, I thought, you know, the Chinese government is going to come back and play a part in this thing with all the computer hacking. They didn't. But a group of Chinese rebels has. Yeah, like there's definitely a Chinese connection. Absolutely. If you will. Yeah. So I feel a little justified and a little like I missed the mark, but eh. Eh, whatever. Uh, why don't we start with Navarro and his whole plot line in this episode, which is basically uh, Jack Bauer is way too good of an agent and I'm screwed. Uh, but not able to break Navarro, it takes Kate to do that. Yeah. It does. <laughs> what do you think of that? I mean, I was we trying were to make a Kate, about that scene. Jack and Kate plus eight uh, oh, joke, um, but I couldn't figure out what the eight was. And Benjamin Bratt. And now, well, you uh, could make a Jack and Kate joke from Lost. I mean, that's there. You go. That's pretty easy. Uh, I feel like that every episode, the override switch gets more dangerous. Override switch. You know, first it could override one. Oh, drone. The then it can device. do 10 at a time. Then it can take over any military system <laughs> in the U.S. Now it can crack any firewall mm-hmm. of any world's military. Anything that's got an electronic component can jack. This is basically Jeff Goldblum's iMac from Independence Day. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You can plug it, it. It's going to take over and jack anything you want it to jack without limits. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, I think... You could deactivate the Death Star's... Tractor beams, sure, no uh, problem. Alien tech, not a problem. No, I mean, not a problem. From they can come in from another universe. It could be Doctor Who traveling through time. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hook that up to his ship, and you're now the new Time Lord. Sorry, sorry, Doctor Who. Uh, and we're gonna use it to kill London civilians for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> For the revenge that was the first 20 years of your show. I mean, <laughs> th- that is as a concept, that is beyond silly. The fact that once you get through the major militaries. Uh, basic. Insane. They say like their basic firewalls are always like so. They all have the same equipment. They're using web encryption on their wireless. This, this not same, even WPA. <laughs> the same encryption protocols. Everything's the same. This box 
that looks yep. like a Radio Shack hack job mm-hmm. can just slice through it no matter what. Apparently, yeah. So that's that's scary. You're right. The legend continues on that box. Um, Navarro ditches it. Next week is going to be able to gen- be able to gen- generate singularities the size of the moon. Why not? Yep. It's going to divide by zero in the final episode. Oh, geez. <laughs> and it's all over. Uh, so Navarro ditches it and gets caught. And Jack and Kate kind of tag team him for the interrogation, which I saw coming a mile away. Did you? They, I did not. Yeah. As soon as she busted in the door and looked all broken up and didn't immediately shoot him, I was like, oh, well, this is obviously a good cop, bad cop thing. Unfortunately, Navarro was a page or two behind on a script than you are. Apparently. Because he cracked like an egg. <laughs> yeah, he did. How do you like the, the, the fine art of acupressure gun interrogation mm. techniques? See, I didn't view it like, like as acupressure. That makes sense. Kate puts, Kate puts the gun barrel on his chest. How do you feel now? He's got ice water in his veins. Puts it underneath mm. his chin. Starting to sweat a little bit. Yeah, yeah, starting yeah. to sweat a little bit. Sees Jack come in. Yeah. Po- okay. po- you know, points it at his throat. Yeah, you know, down a little bit. Right to the temple. That's the spot. That's yeah. the spot he needs to start. It's All basically the chakras come together there, and a steel barrel against the human male's forehead activates like a truth serum. Defenseless. They have to give up whatever information. So, ladies, you suspect your man's cheating. <laughs> Just grab a gun and put it to his. Grab forehead. a gun, put it to his forehead, and see if he starts <laughs> and start screaming and see what he says. That's that's a bald move approved <laughs> technique. If you want to do, you know, see what's under your lover's uh, fingernails. For the record, that is not bald move approved. <laughs> I would just like to say no one do this and no one point to our podcast and say you made me do it. That would be terrible. Uh, how about Super effective, though. <laughs> how about uh, Chloe's boss being altruistic? Do you think he's actually altruistic, A? And B, did you see that coming? If you If you believe it. This show has got such a freedom boner. Sure. That I knew as soon as he started talking about the end of all technological warfare, that it was going to fall into the wrong hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that he himself was going to be a James Bond villain. Um, it's slightly more sophisticated to see. But that's the thing. Like, ultimate weapons kind of suck. Because either one person has them and it can fall into the wrong hands and then you're screwed. Or everyone mm-hmm. gets them and now the world is just... You know, kind of like what we have in nuclear weapons. Um, it's kind of we forget because we're not in the middle of the Cold War anymore. But it's sure. it's incredibly yeah. easy to just end everything should people want to, um, sure. or if and you ever get the wrong people and control exactly. of the devices, and it's just a very very scary thing. Um, At the same time, you can't stop that kind of technology from happening and progressing. Yeah, you I can't. I mean, you've seen people try to repress technology. It does not work. Yeah, there's this website that uh, they did a really cool documentary on Hiroshima, and I signed up for their Facebook, and I'm still on there. It's called Countdown to Zero. But they're arming, they're aiming for the abolishment of nuclear weapons. And that's a fool's errand. You might as well try it to is. uninvent yeah. fire. Sure. I mean, I admire their goals. I laugh at their naivete. Mm-hmm. But there's no fucking way to put that genie back in a bottle. Nope. Because let's assume you did. That knowledge is still out there. Yes. How to do it is still out there. And the first guy who sees the opportunity, I could make one of these things and I could rule the world. Sure. Well, he's going to do it. Yeah. I mean, there's maybe something to say that, like, if you could get at least all the world's serious nations to do it, then you'd 
have rogue elements, so maybe a city would be destroyed, but the ability to destroy a whole world. But I just, I don't know. I mean, the cynic in me says that it would take, how how long would it take America to knock a few of these ballistic warheads together? Could you ever verify that they're all gone? Do I trust every world's nation to not just stockpile these in some hidden area? No, no, no. The answer to all those questions are no. Yeah. So we're back to them being kind of naive. Sure. And I don't even know if the series is trying to bring up this question. Um, well, maybe it is, but with, maybe with a little fumble fingers. That's the interesting thing about uh, the show is it does seem to take on serious questions like, should we be using drones? What are yeah. the, the drawbacks of it? Should we should use we, torture? Does sh- it work? But then as soon as it answers it, it seems to punish you for thinking that deeply about it <laughs> you know jack busts in the room yeah uh and it's in, all in three over. seconds he breaks every bone in navarro's hand assembly uh-huh you know it's like how many bones are there in the human hand 24 wrong 48 <laughs> fucker <laughs> and you know it's like oh good guys don't torture huh yeah 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 and, uh, but, that, and it always works and it's always although in this case the hand breaking didn't work sure the psychological stuff did but that's still uh, torture. It's yeah, that's yeah, still yeah. torture. You can't. Absolutely. You should not be able to do that to people. It's like you can't play Metallica twenty four seven. It's like if uh, you know you and I are arrested and are trying to crack the bald move cult, and they rig you up to where it looks like they're going to throw a hood over your head and hang you, but secretly you're suspended and you're not dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's, that's torture. torture. Us yeah. t- torturing us both at the s- same time. So. And yet you go to Fear Fest at Kings Island. <laughs> Subject yourself to torture. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's plenty of things you can do to people if they're willing that's no longer torture. Sure. It's a legally murky area if somebody gets cold feet on it. But, you Mm. know, that's the risk you take when the whips and chains come out. Well, no cold feet with the Chinese this episode, man. They bust in. They get the device. They force Chloe into uh, helping them out. But she helps out in the bare minimum. She just, like... Gets them into the firmware, mm-hmm. apparently, mm-hmm. is what she says. Uh, and then they take over from there. Right. It seems to me like this group is trying to start World War Three. Like, that's yes. where this goes. The Russians are involved. Yes. America's involved. London's involved. Or Chinese. London. Yeah. England is involved. Uh, the Chinese get, are now involved. I think you wrote France in, and that's the UN Security Council, right? Probably. Th- that's the pressure yeah. valve on the entire world keeping it from exploding. Right. So, yeah. And these are the people with all the nukes. There was right. just an unprovoked attack on a Chinese And you know the, Fran- the French will be some, you know, they'll be like, ho, 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 we use PGP. We use, <laughs> we use, <laughs> okay. we use pretty good privacy. Our firewalls are protected. So they're like, and everybody just joins up and bombs them because it's fun and the right thing to do. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they yeah, go through Belgium first just for the hell of it. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Do you think Van Damme still got it in him? He might. He, he can might. do the splits from a moving semi. He could probably stop a whole land invasion by himself. It's true. He does splits on two flying nukes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's riding drones around like the right, manta yeah, rays yeah. in the sky. Love it. Uh, I I don't know, man. This seems really dangerous. I think the Chinese response is going to, well, A, only be an episode long. <laughs> So it can't really get sure. too crazy. No, there's two episodes left, right? Yeah, but I figure the last episode is a wind down episode for for a good chunk of it. Hmm. No, I don't. So maybe like an episode and a half. I don't think that's that's twenty four style. Twenty four style is a race to the to the yeah, end. You could be right with a twelve hour jump to see what the hell goes on in the last minute of the episode. 
Yeah, apparently that's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. The shittiest way to do the time jump is, in fact, what this show is going to be doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt until I see how Until you hear the is. feedback section. Oh, okay, because it's yeah. all but confirmed that that's sure. what they're doing. Uh, yeah, but, but, you know, it might work if they handle it right. Maybe. That's my benefit of the doubt here. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We're... In concept, it sounds like a bad idea, but maybe they figured it out. Yes. I don't know that I'm inclined to give this show that kind of benefit of the doubt, you but I can right. certainly eat yep. crow. I okay. can eat Castle Black levels of crow. All right. <laughs> What uh, else do you want to talk about? There's tons of stuff. I mean, we can talk about... Can we talk about something good that's really awesome? The uh-huh. action scene where, you know, Navarro knocks out... So, I always thought... I took it as gospel that the cops in London are not armed. Okay, yeah. Yet, one of them on the street corner has a submachine gun that Navarro is able to commandeer. Mm-hmm. Or is that mm-hmm. just something special that the CIA building in London has? Man, I'm not really sure because you would think with drones on the loose and device out there that could potentially kill a whole bunch of people, they might beef up security a little bit. I mean, obviously oh, this guy's yeah. not going to shoot down if a the drone, prime but minister's it's a state talking of about emergency. If the if the threat level is bloody hell, yeah, which the, it should the, be at this point. The, Wembley Stadium just blew up. The cops get submachine guns. All I right. think so. Yeah. All right. Good point. What did you think about big fat government issued face man? <laughs> Actually being a limey. He's, he spoke uh, yeah. when he, we finally got a couple, three words out of him edgewise. He's got a a, a, a London accent. Sure. Do you buy that the, the CIA is just taking foreign nationals as contractors? Well, I mean... Working on their sensitive data applications. I know that a lot of people from the CIA probably watch 24. Because, yeah. you know, you got to keep up on what your organization is doing. Sure. Uh, I know that they probably By the way, listen. totally sleep at the sh- uh, the switch on the firewall issue, dudes. You guys need to yeah, jump to get that fixed. Thank you. I know that they listen to our podcast. Uh, so I'm going to leave it to them. CIA operatives out there, preferably in the field. I want actual field reconnaissance <laughs> here. Is that standard procedure? Oh, shit. I just heard something in our air vents. <laughs> They're going to actually give the answer live on the air. <laughs> I don't have time for email. <laughs> uh, so a couple of things in in the gun battle there where he's firing willy-nilly. Uh, Jack jumps behind a bunch of kegs. Jack Bauer saved by beer. I, I think the world needs more kegs, right? Beer saved a man's life in this episode. Yeah, literally. And I think that's pretty plausible. I've seen the Mythbusters where they fire fire into a barrel. Oh, yeah. That I mean, work. I mean, it's certainly better than like a car door or... A couch yeah. or a table or lots of other shit that people have uh, taken cover behind. Sure. And then uh, Navarro runs off with this bag. You pointed out how ridiculous it was that he spots him in a crowded subway or going into a crowded subway. No, Adrian, Adrian Snowden Cross is who he spotted in the or, subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about like if you've ever been to an amusement park or a stadium or even a movie theater and you're trying to lay eyes on a loved one, It mm-hmm. it's not like... You know, scan, instant lock. It's more like, God, where the fuck? Ah, Jesus, where? I thought they were in this row. This guy just locks into them out of a sea of fate. And the back of his head, no less. Yeah, yeah. With I mean, I know most people in London are probably carrying messenger bags. I would think so. Right? I mean, that's a thing here in America. I know it came from Europe. So that seems like a thing you'd do. That's a hard thing to spot. I just feel bad for his daughter because, like, 
You know when you're sitting in the dentist's office and they have these really crappy old magazines with like puzzles and stuff in them? Uh Uh-huh. Or like there's a Where's Waldo sitting on the counter? Yeah. His daughter picks one of those up. Jack's like, there he is. There he is. (laughs) Turn the page. There he is. He's got Waldo down in like (laughs) 0.5 seconds. (laughs) Pretty much. She had no fun with those. Uh, What else do we want to talk about? Uh the uh the fact I, I did like the moment with President Grandpa where he talks about that you know I came here to get drones operated in Diego Garcia or whatever the hell Andy Garcia sure he wanted to operate drones out of Andy Garcia uh-huh and now all he's got is dead American and British soldiers and uh Audrey tries to like talk him out of it. he's like oh you know and he's like oh, I'll have to let the historians decide I think that's a really interesting part about being an, a high-level government official mm-hmm. is that, like, I second-guess myself as a podcaster on an hourly basis. Yep. And... I'm second-guessing this entire podcast right now. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, can we <laughs> go back and maybe start it all over? Uh, but these guys are making decisions that are affecting the lives of people and quite literally their life and death. And, you know, when presidents leave office, you ask people how good a president they are. You'll get, get one answer. And then 100 years later, after everything's put into context Oof. and you see how shitty presidents can be and how good, then yeah. people get properly rated. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what would and what would Abraham Lincoln's popularity rating be immediately after the Civil War? Wow. Versus yeah. where he is now. And like George Washington, as soon as uh, immediately after he put down the whiskey rebellion, and he sh- they shot a bunch of s- civilians uh, in in the streets of Washington. What is his popularity rating versus mm. where he is now? Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, like you know, a hundred years from now, what will we think about the Clinton, the Reagans, the Bushes, the uh, Obamas of the world? And I don't sure. think twenty four is 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 meaning for us to think about that stuff in a thirty second throwaway. Uh, hand wringing that the uh, president grandpa was doing, but I thought of it nevertheless. Yeah. Sure, and I think you know it's obviously we can't say right now because it's something you can only say in hindsight. Um, but I don't know that leaving it up to historians is a good leadership philosophy. Uh-huh. Like I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want, and I'm just going to leave it up to the historians. That was essentially what Bush said when he was in power, mm-hmm. uh, or or what Cheney said about Bush. Mm-hmm. When he was in power. And that was, uh, that's dangerous in my opinion. Hmm. Like, if that is tempered with a fair and just leader, I think you can be okay with that. But if you're using that as carte blanche to do whatever you want, or permission to to have carte blanche on what you're doing, that's dangerous, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because from my standpoint as a 30, almost 38-year-old male in the United States... There's been terrible things about every president we've had, and Certainly. there's been good things yeah. about every president we had. Yep. And I also – it's weird that we give presidents credit for some things like the economy that they have almost no effect over. Hmm. And yet the things that they seem to be the most popular, which is engaging in war, the thing that they can kind of do carte blanche unilaterally, yeah. they don't seem to get – it doesn't seem to move the needle the way you think it would. So it's like I don't I'm I'm kind of jaded as hell when it comes to politics. Um and that's what I but I you know I've been doing a lot of world history and US history research in the last couple of years mostly because of the work of 
John Green's uh, history video cast and uh, Dan Carlin. And it's just amazing, like, some of my knee-jerk reactions to some things in history when you look at both sides of it. It's like, huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I just... It's when we're living through big, momentous current events, which you'd probably have to say the last 15 years has been that globally. I would think so. And the next 20, 30 years is the Mideast, Middle East runs out of oil and, you know, Russia continues and China rises to real power and Russia kind of finds its feet underneath it again. And what is it going to do? And Europe goes through the (laughs) EU. It's like we're living through really exciting times, which is a Chinese curse. (laughs) I'd like to see. I mean, how many shows are out there that are dealing with this kind of subject matter? Are there a bunch? Because I don't see them. I don't know. I mean, like, twenty four tyrant... is doing it in a kind of cartoony way, but yeah. but I don't want that. I want a serious look at it. Right, like something like uh, I don't know. I forget what the was a Syriata. That was the one with George Clooney. Well, no, the one I'm thinking is Matt Damon, and I just remember this one scene where oh, that was just, George Clooney and Matt. Damon, he just yeah. dresses down this Saudi. Fake Saudi prince at like a cocktail party or something. Yeah, Yeah. and he's like, you know, you got what are you guys going to do when you run out of oil? Because you're you've got no infrastructure, you got this that, and I just like, man, that's that's crazy, and it seems like it is rife for something, someone right speculative or yeah, you know, there's a lot of gripping stories to be told in near future sort of. fantasy i guess i just feel like another thing is like history is really going to particularly welcome to the history and politics podcast by the way (laughs) history is really going to judge the united states and the western world in harshly for like the mid 80s to the end of the 90s that that is an almost unheard of level of peace and prosperity they had the cold war ended down the terrorist stuff hadn't started up yet the internet was booming the economy what the fuck do we have to show for it (laughs) We didn't well, go to we the moon. Are... We didn't cure cancer. We didn't colonize Mars. We didn't have a sure, new fusion sure. reactor. We don't have green energy. We, we basically to... just fucking lit up $100 bills and smoke cigars. and We're turtling, right? And, we, and pat ourselves our on the back we're for how awesome now. we were. Uh, we're just going to get in our shell. Uh, although our shell is extending across the world now, or so we feel like it. So we're going to get in our shell and just have this massive... Offense and defense, I guess. Yeah, but right? I mean, I don't know. Seems silly. Uh, uh, so whatever. <laughs> this is not a politics cast. You've been listening to too much, Dan Carlin. I guess so. You got too much common sense now. I guess so. Uh, is there anything else to talk about in this episode? I feel like we've touched on most of it. I'm. We can talk really about some of the curious. silly stuff, like you know. Uh-huh. Uh, the whole as soon as they took Navarro, stripped them on his shirts and put on the remote control nipple clamps. Yep, yep. Uh Jack's like in Chris Parlow's face and he's like, You're gonna we're gonna use enhanced techniques. And he's like, That's not gonna work. He's been trained to resist that. Let me talk to him. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, such yeah. a Jack Bauer thing to say, like, <laughs> they don't have Jack Bauer and CIA terrorist or uh, counter terrorist manuals. Yeah. Jack Bauer is an entity. Uh, that just does what he wants right. and always gets results. And Chris Perfect. is like, well, just, you know, you can't cross the line. And Jack Power's like, Let, let's get this one thing straight. The line is his stomach lining. And I won't so much cross it as shove a towel down his esophagus and rip it out. I mean, I just think it's, and in fact, it's like Navarro's like, you're not going to be able to hurt me. And then in three seconds, he destroys his hand. Sure. Uh, Again, and the fact that they thought it was a good idea with both Jack and Kate outside to assign a single yeah, yeah, white yeah. shirt security guard, not even like a black nomad clad modern ninja warrior, just like some white shirt sure. doofus. He's a mall cop. Essentially, yeah. 
looks uh, like it. With a little radio piece in his ear, and that's going to stop Jack Bauer and Kate from doing something. Obviously not. It didn't. Uh, uh, one other thing, what about... I did want to talk about Kate and some of her pathos. Okay, let's talk about that, and then I've got one other thing. Because I wasn't aware, and maybe I just didn't get it, or there's too much stuff at the beginning the the the, ep- the season... But I wasn't aware that her husband had committed suicide. I That's thought, really good stuff, right? I thought like, we as were far primed. As drama goes. In fact, I don't think they let it breathe enough. Yeah, it, yeah. Because they just didn't have time at this point in the series. No, it's it's twenty four. Not. But, but finding out that the person that you loved and you stopped believing that they were innocent, and then they hung themselves a month later. She feels and like she now you him. found out that this guy that you thought was your friend and your boss and was trying to railroad you out of the business that you built your whole life around. Yeah. Ah, it, it's bad news all around for her, man. How do you <laughs> even pro- like? I kind of want to see her to go on a revenge fest. Well, she was thinking about it, and Jack kind of talked her down. Although I don't know if it worked. She, you know, didn't go off on bloody revenge it's in like, that Kate, scene. I went whole season. I went on this batshit crazy revenge, and then they canceled <laughs> our show. It's not the way you want to go. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to wait at least ten years for revenge. Uh, what about Audrey and Jack and, um, Mark Bordeaux, B- B- Bordeaux, I'm telling you, what is his name? Boudreaux. Bo- Boudreaux. Yeah, there we go. You Boudreaux can't hold a candle against Bauer power. No, no, of course not. Uh, Audrey's still on the Jack train and Boudreaux knows it. And I, and he's, he's, I'm kind of curious to see where that goes, but kind of not like it's such an ancillary plot point that, yeah. Who really cares? It's just like one other reason to sick another na- uh, multinational threat on Jack. Because he's got the Chinese, he's got sure. shadowy Chinese underground hacker assassin movement that he has a per, which by the way, he, I recognize these dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, cause I watched up through like half of season six. These are the yeah. guys that, um, collected Jack, I think at the end of the season five when they hand him over to the Chinese and there's this like, you know, long torture montage. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it might have been a webisode on the off season that they did, and the, this guy's the face of these quote unquote evil Chinese intelligence. Apparently, he's on the outs. Yeah, um, and I guess he he tortured Audrey too. That's what they said. Yeah. So I don't know whether he got fired for that or some other kind of espionage malfeasance. But now he's like that stereotypically got nothing to lose. Sure. He's a diehard uh, villain. He's a di- he is. He's got he's even got the kind of weird facial scarring like he got sure. burnt with acid. Uh, <laughs> or a diamond explosion, flex a diamond in his face. Yeah, yeah, there He's you a go. total Bond villain mm-hmm. and so he's got that coming after him. Uh the whole Snowden plots completely <laughs> in one episode they rolled him up like yeah. a a blind. Mm-hmm. Like one of those flip 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 type binds. He's sure. gone. His whole crew's dead. He's dead. Navarro might as well be dead because he's going to. He gave up all the information he has. He's done. Yeah. There's so now it's just it's the it's Merkin Mouth leading up the Russians. It's Chinese Scarface leading up the Chinese hackers mm-hmm. uh, versus Jack Bauer for and Kate for the next two hours. The dream team, really. I'm kind of excited, and you've got submarines launching. uh, torpedoes at Chinese carriers. There's going to be some serious governmental talk next episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. China's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? You just blew up one of our ships. We're going to attack you. Do you think... So, I understand that this is an evolving threat, but you'd think as soon as it got out into the wild that, um, hey, 
there's a device that can bypass all security, they might have done something like, you know, and, and you, so you don't have a problem with this. I did because I grew up on a steady diet of Tom Clancy where ship commanders and high-ranking army officers were thinking intelligent men who've been through lots of training in university, especially submarine mm-hmm. commanders who yeah, yeah. are damn near nuclear physicists as, a, as, as in addition to being submarine captains. The fact that he gets a... Uh, a, a tell you know something spit out on a piece of paper and he's like all right launch the torpedoes i feel like that maybe he would have taken a chance to surface or, or or try to establish communication and verify an order that came out of nowhere this yes. is not we're at war with the chinese I, I this that. is like first strike type stuff so I, what good are those codes and pieces of paper if they have to be questioned before they're followed that that that's i is that a system we should even be using <laughs> At that point, I guess that is when you when because we were watching this together and we kind of had this mini debate. I don't know the answer to that, and I'm not sure which I prefer. Do I want a commander that is going to second guess an order? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess in wartime you don't. Sure, but in peacetime, I kind of want the guys that are like, I don't really want to pull this trigger. Yeah, yeah. Like I got this, I got a gun pointed at a baby, and they're saying to pull the trigger. Maybe I need to double check this, and make sure. Yeah, maybe I, I want to type a commander that would disobey an order like that. Even. Sure, I don't like know a Sean Connery. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a tough question, man. Yeah, that, the submarine commander goes and defects to China. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reverse of yeah. Red October. <laughs> it's Blue November <laughs> coming to movie theaters next year. <laughs> all right, I think that's about all I've Can got. Can we talk about cl- the worst Chloe plan ever? Which is you boost the 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 oh, hacking yeah. device or what they call it the override. You boost the override successfully. Uh-huh. You're walking towards a porta pot, which you know that should have tipped off uh, you know Adrian Snowden that there's no woman in her right mind is going to use a porta pot at nine o'clock on a street. Come on now, yeah, yeah, that something's up. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> she goes and pe- the piece. She could have just gone in there. Drop the thing off, send a text message. Hey, the override is at the blue Porta John at you know, the fifth the of London of and Big Ben Avenue. Garbage truck and Big Ben. Instead, in full view, or she could have gone around the garbage truck and chucked it into the garbage truck and said, Hey, intercept this garbage truck and you'll find your tracking device. Instead, yep. she just. If you want to pick a getaway vehicle, <laughs> it's a terrible one. Do you want to pick a. A garbage truck that's in that that that's at a minimum three point turn away from getting away, <laughs> at its yeah, maximum yep. top speed of fifteen miles an hour. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I just thought it was I just cracked up because the gap between what I thought she was going to do yeah, and what she yeah. actually did was so wide you could drive a shitty London garbage truck through it. So is that supposed to make a point about Chloe? Because she's not a field operative, really. She does a lot of computer hacking. She, but she has it. a brain. I mean, sure. I know yeah. she's she's especially in she's earlier under seasons. Pressure. She's scared. She's maybe. damn near Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory level of unaware <laughs> of her surroundings and human emotions and what people should do. But sure. it just felt like this was a person that couldn't dress herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. What do you think of her pathos, by the way? Adrian dropping in the last moments that, you know, the whole thing has been driving you. And these mm-hmm. last few years, the fact that it was the, all fake is all fake. It was yeah. a complete uh, tragic accident. Yeah. Is that going to have any kind of significant repercussions or because hmm. I'm like, my first thought is like, why? Why, why are they doing why tell this? Us that, yeah. 
that has given a little extra juice to this character because I kind of liked Dragon Tattoo Girl, Hacker on the Run, Chloe uh-huh. better than I did Sensible Pants Slacks. Sure. Uh, you know, unremarkable CIA, top Her. button down CIA analyst uh, Chloe. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know that they'll do much with it. Um, they only have two episodes to do it. And they have to resolve the stuff with Kate and Chloe and Boudreaux. There's a lot of stuff. And they just started a world war, probably. But, I mean, they this show can move fast That's, when it wants that to. That is absolutely true. Again, yeah. the way they closed down Navarro <laughs> and Adrian Cross in a in five-minute stretch of episode was breathtaking. That's very true. So maybe they are. Maybe they're going to run the whole gamut with Chloe. I don't know. Uh, should we do some pimping and then some feedback? Let's do it. Uh, if you like this podcast... The only reason we're doing it is because uh, we're doing full time this year, and we need your support to continue to do to continue doing so. There's a couple ways you can do that. You can go to subable.com/slash/baldmove and subscribe to our site and send us a little bit of cash our way directly. If you're more of an indirect, shadowy assassin type of supporter, you can uh, embezzle some funds from Amazon by using our affiliate link at amazon.baldmove.com. You get the same shipping rates, the same. Great low prices, the same service, but we take a tiny cut of Amazon. It's totally untraceable. Small mark um, bills come in shiny steel, brushed steel, brushed aluminum suitcases, mm-hmm. and we load it to the back of our garbage trucks, and we make off into the night to podcast another day. It really, it's pennies. That's why we need the garbage truck. It's <laughs> really heavy. It, in fact, it can't take every bridge. It, it's you know some of those bridges that say max fifteen yeah, tons. Yeah, yeah. It, we those go. pennies add up. It's a long route. Uh, the third way is to rate and review us on iTunes. It's how we grow our audience and grow our uh, podcast empire. Uh, every little bit helps on that. And uh, Or tell a friend or family member about BallMove.com, send them our way. We will use enhanced podcast techniques on them and bend them <laughs> to our will. <laughs> I, tw- yep. I, I, I 24 it up. I like it. I like it. Uh, let's, get this, let's get to some uh, – And go to, by the way, go to BallMove.com. We've got a fo- – we just started the uh, Leftovers. I almost said the following. It's <laughs> yeah, following the Leftovers. It's a Leftovers podcast, a new HBO series. We're doing a True Blood podcast. Tons of stuff Orange and the New Black, Black, plus all the stuff that Tom and Kelly are doing on Up Years Downstairs, plus the girls from The Caw Show, plus the boys from Personal Arrogance. <sighs> Again, enough content to choke a camel. Yeah. And those yeah. – I understand it's not easy to do. Mm-mm. Not at all. Uh, they have those hardened, spiky esophaguses that's designed to eat desert mm. cactus. You can't choke those easily. No, that's they can how... eat air conditioners. Come on. They can eat, How yes. are you going to choke something that eats an air conditioner? I don't know. They're... We're really getting meta with the references. Let's we get into the feedback. Michael H. said, Love the action this episode. The Bauer Navarro cross-chase scene was one of the slickest I've seen on TV. Indeed. I The show does action very well. Yeah. And even the submarine on aircraft action, I thought was pretty epic. Some might say that that is the only thing it does. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Jack Bauer does his voice really well. Sure, sure. I'm surprised that Chloe made it away from Cross's car with the device only to blow it by screaming out to the truck driver. It seemed like the obvious move there is to go behind the boxes to pee and then disappear out of sight. That also would have been acceptable. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why Chloe is a tech and not a field agent. Did you also think that she had thrown the Ooh. device in the truck? Uh, she gave the truck a hard look as it zoomed around the corner, but no, she left it in its pouch. That would be another thing. She could have like thrown it onto the, you know, had a Batman rise chase of garbage trucks throughout the streets of London. <laughs> 
Uh, poor Ritter getting dressed down hard by Jack, showing that he's still the boss of everyone. I'm not asking. I'm just being courteous. Shoulder check. Good move by Navarro, outsmarting Jack on interrogation. A brilliant move by Kate slash Jack on a crazy play. Classic 24 showed that Kate is a better ass than Renee. Um, I could use some more Jack and Kate. I'm, I'm hoping I get my fill in the next two hours. Definitely. The action has really cranked up the final scene of Massachusetts, the Massachusetts firing on the Chinese aircraft carrier. Yep. Hard to see the Chinese premier being as friendly as Stephen Fry about all this. <laughs> well, we'll see if President Grandpa can work his magic. I want to yeah. see him in front of an outraged Chinese parliament or whatever, Politburo or whatever Here's they have the thing. over there. What if he assumes that he gave that order and just forgot? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I can't swear that I didn't order us to fire the Chinese aircraft yeah, yeah. carrier. Um, although the MacGuffin is cool, it's hard to believe the military hasn't sent a communique to all its units saying, a problem with the communication protocols, confirm all orders on the phone if they involve firing on someone until we solve the problem. Is that true? Huh? Is, is he saying that is protocol? It's hard to believe oh. that the military hasn't done this. Gotcha. I guess that's basically the point I made. I guess they are waiting for Jack to tell them to do that. The four-star general seems completely useless. Maybe he's jet-lagged. That's true. He did have to go over to Atlantic. I'm yeah, so... well, what about, like, if you think about your job and your boss sends you an email telling you to do something and you go over to him every single time he does that and ask is this really what you want me to do? I He's going to get annoyed. I think there's some differences here now. Certainly. I'm I'm being a little farcical, but I still, the point stands. You can't, when an order is given, you're going like, to question so, so it every single time? We were a web developer. Someone says, hey, uh, uh, add a new field to this contact form. We say, okay. Mm-hmm. Someone says, please put up this pornographic video on our corporate's home <laughs> homepage. It involves I say, okay. horses and man ass. <laughs> Might want to run that, you know, a, a double check. Did you attach? The, is this a right attachment? What's uh, what's yeah. going on? Is this from your personal stash? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still surprised that Heller is the president. Uh, I remember his, he timed his resignation so it would be he'd be a private citizen at 1900 when he turned himself over to Lady Stark. Perhaps the document has now been deleted. Am I remembering that wrong? You are not, but I think these episodes are being written by President Grandpa, and they can't keep it straight <laughs> themselves, Michael. That Russian deputy, deputy foreign minister has the ugliest facial hair I've ever seen. He looked like he stepped out of the bad part of the Yellow Submarine movie. <laughs> Why do you think we call him Merkin Mouth? Merkin Mouth, baby. Uh, I thought, you know, it'd be funny to go on Reddit, like Gone Wild, and Photoshop, turn his mouth oh, my side. 90 degrees sideways and just put it on different lady snatches and see uh-huh. how many people could tell the difference. Are, are, are those teeth? <laughs> um, ten, 10 out of 10 would fap again. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I think on second viewing that Kate's red shirt during the interrogation scene looked like a Star Trek TNG-era uniform. (laughs) Star Trek red shirt. Are they telling us something? Mm. I I, feel like Kate's here to stay. Yeah. uh, She can't go. She's not a red shirt anymore. She's she's migrant. She's been promoted to yellow shirt. She's in command. Ryan C. says, I know we've been wondering when the time jump we were promised would be, and it looks like it'll be during the last episode. Not sure how long this has been up, but on Live Another Day's Wikipedia page, the last episode is titled 10 p.m. to 11 a.m. Oh, geez. So it sounds like it's going to ditch the real-time format for that one. Maybe a flight back to America in there to eat up time. I'm telling you, it's going to be some hokey crap where 
it's literally an after credits of a Marvel superhero movie. Probably. It's going to be a flash forward, and it's going to have the last 60 seconds set up next season. That's my official prediction. I think you're right. I think you're right. Maybe it'll be a Walking Dead crossover where Jack's dead, and he'll go. he's like just in you know line and rubble, and he's dead. And then he'll flash forward 12 hours, and he's right on his eye, and then <laughs> his eyeball floats open, and then <laughs> 11, 11 a.m. That would be terrible. And then that's <laughs> season five of The Walking Dead. Who says no? Okay. I was yeah, waiting I'm for you to board. say, I, I no, say no, no. no. No, I knew you were, so I'm on board. Let's go. Uh, I'm on board. He's the first intelligent zombie. Sure. Why not? Zombie Jack Bauer versus Daryl Dixon. And instead no of like guard. sneaking up behind you moaning, he's just like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> I want your brains. All right, that was lame. Gone Which too is, far. It's, I know. It's, it's 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 become an official shit show. If you like to send us feedback, do so at twenty four at baldmove dot com or join the show threads that I occasionally remember to do on Monday nights, and always the podcast thread. You can get some two cents in that way. Uh, thanks for joining us. We have a as always a good time doing this podcast, and we'll see you of next course. week. All right, see you then.